like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes You Bet Sports Show. We've got a good one for you today, don't we, Papa Dude? Oh, it's loaded with action today. Yes, yes. We will not be just telling stories. We've got stuff to go over today. Uh, if, if you haven't joined us before or you're joining us for the first time, uh, this time of year we do a lot of Oakland and a couple with a little bit of sports at the end. And we've got three huge races at Oakland Park we're going to talk about on this show. Southwest, the King Cotton. And, of course, the Martha Washington. So three big races at Oakland, then the NFL with their uh, conference championship games. We'll talk about those. This is a crazy, crazy good uh, weekend, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got Oakland on Saturday and the Pegasus, uh, which keeps you guys occupied. And, of course, those are big races and a great card at Gulfstream. It was impossible to handicap those last five or six races. Yeah. Uh, especially when you don't have any odds, which sometimes I do better without the odds. But anyway, those were hard. And then the NFL games, we probably got the four best teams going at it. There's no yeah, fools. If you like horses, you like sports, you like to gamble, this is yeah. great uh, because, you know, both those NFL games are great. Really, yeah, those races at Gulfstream, you could go 100 different ways. Oh, gosh. At Oakland, I'm not 100% sure you can go 100 different ways, but you can go a couple different ways, I think. Uh, and we'll get to talk about it. a little bit more at Oakland of here's a heavy favorite. Are we going with them or are we going to beat them? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that kind of how you saw it? Oh, it, yeah. And and uh, there's not as many horses in some of these fields either, which makes a huge difference. And, yeah, I think there's some clear-cut favorites. I mean, I narrowed it down to three pretty easy. Yeah, in the in the Oakland races, I don't know if you did, but I did. It didn't. I don't see a lot of long shots coming through in that. But you never know. Uh, have you checked the weather? I meant to do that. I think it's going to be okay, isn't it? Yeah, it's been off and on throughout the week on whether it's going to rain or not. Right now, it doesn't look too bad, so I think we're going to get lucky there. Hopefully, we do. I hate Oakland when the weather gets mm. rough. It makes for a weird track. So, um, all right. Without further ado, let's let's go ahead and let's talk about it. All right. We're going to talk about the main event first. Okay. We're going to talk about the Southwest, of course, a Kentucky Derby prep race here, a field of nine. It's going to be a good one, $750,000, what they're running for here in the last weekend of January, uh, going a mile and a 16th. All right, Papa Dude, you said you've narrowed most of these down to three. Mm -hmm. Who are the three? Let us know. Uh, well, on this one, I narrowed it down to three pretty easy, but I also got a couple of others I threw in. So the others I have three. This one I have five, but I really don't think these last two are going to win. But anyway, uh, this is the weekend that uh, Oakland gets started, really. Uh, It's been kind of, I don't want to say it's been boring, but they haven't really had anything big time going. Now it will, the rest of the meet. I mean, this is when, when they get rolling. Uh, this race is usually run President's Day, or it used to be, yep. on a Monday. And I, anytime I think of the Southwest, you know what I'm going to say. I'll never forget the day we were down there, and they had to call it off because it was so cold. Yep. It was awful. And the day before we were down there, and it snowed so hard, 
that you could not see a thing on the back stretch. I've never, that was the weirdest feeling. We were sitting upstairs. It was really, it was really neat. We're sitting up there and it's all warm and it's cold and those horses yeah. are running and you have no idea who's ahead yeah. uh, until they turn for home. And then the next day it was so freezing cold, they had to call it off. Anyway, I don't remember who that big horse was that year to you. That, that, that's stretching your memory pretty good there. Seems like that was the year conveyance maybe shipped in. Could have been. Um, gosh, I can't remember. It's been a long time, but yeah. I'm, I'm to think, was it that horse that Larry Jones had? No, wasn't he? No. Okay. Man, it seemed like maybe Dublin's year. I think Dublin was around maybe then. I, okay. I can't remember, but yeah, what happened was the day before – it. It was weird. It wasn't really that cold, but it was yeah. snowing, which is strange. Biggest flakes you ever saw. It it's was like huge. rain snow, and you couldn't see on the backside over there at all. Even if you were live on the track, you couldn't see. And then the next day, it was so bitterly cold that the track froze. But, yeah, yeah. thankfully, that's not going to happen this year. No, no. But it might get sloppy. So, anyway. All right. Let's get going here. I, I, uh, I'll, I'll just throw out my five horses. Um it's very interesting. We talked about this on the uh, Daily Show the day this morning with Baffert shipping in a horse for the Southwest. Normally, the horses he ships in for the Southwest, if he ships one of all, it's not one of his best ones. Mm -hmm. And this one has potential, and a lot of people are really high. Only ran one race, broke his maiden, one by seven lengths, a Baffert horse. The last kid's coming in. I think that's a sign that Bafford likes this horse a lot. Mm -hmm. So not tested. We'll see what happens. We'll see how good he, good he is. Then you got the Brad Cox horse, uh, Corona Bolt, another one that has been impressive. Got that one. You got to throw him in there, I think. Um, then we have, what's the next one I've got down? JC's Road. Another Cox horse. I'm looking at the two. Well, there's actually three, but I'm looking at the two that I like the best, and I see which jockey he's got where. So he's got Pratt on Bolt, which is an indication he likes that horse better. Yeah. So I've got to put him ahead of J.C.'s Road. So my top three are Arabian Night, Corona Bolt, and J.C.'s Road, 6-2-3. But I also I think you got to look at number five, Frosted to departure a little bit, and I threw in the Asmussen horse just to throw one in. That horse has ran well at times. Could be an upset possibility there. Let's see. Where to begin? I think Red Route 1 is the upsetter, if there's going to be one, actually. So I actually okay. have Red Route 1 in second. Oh, okay. I'll tell you why. And I, 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 We'll start with the Asmussen horse. We're big Asmussen fans, and this is not a biased pick for me because I'm not hugely high on this horse, but let's think about it. Okay. Let me be clear. Arabian Knight, the sixth horse, is my top pick in the race, and I don't think they're going to beat him. Okay? So I'll mm -hmm. be very clear about that. Number six, Arabian Knight, top choice. You kind of said all there is that needs to be said about him, though, right? Yeah. He's, he's one for one. He's really good. He's got a great speed figure. He sh he looks like the next really nice horse. We don't need to discuss him very much, but let's talk about he's going to come in second. To me... Corona Bolt's got speed. Jace's Road's got speed. If Arabian Knight goes to the front, I can kind of see them getting ran into submission a little bit. And mm -hmm. you know who I think is the perfect candidate at 10 to 1 to pick up the pieces? 
red route one because he's not going to get involved up front. He's going to no. sit back. He's going to try to make one run. And I think he could come up there and hit the board at a big price. So I put red route one in second. Um, I want to talk Corona Bolt. Kevin B brings it up. I'll bring up some of the other comments here in just a second. Kevin is right. Isn't it weird that Pratt shows up here to ride Corona Bolt? Uh, Kevin, right after Corona Bolt won at Fairgrounds, well, I shouldn't say right after, but a day or two after, we were told Pratt was coming. So they've had this plan. You don't get a jockey like Pratt to come in to ride just to nobody. So Corona Bolt is probably the, the next likely horse to win if Arabian Knight does not. However, he also, to me, is a horse that might get burnt up a little bit by Arabian Night. So I think for Corona Bolt to win, he's going to have to sit off the pace a little bit, try to make a run late. We'll see how that's going to affect him. But like I said, I really like Red Route 1 to kind of pick up the pieces here as a price horse. Um, we, I, I'm seeing a lot of love for the 8 hit show. Uh, you didn't mention him. He's kind of the other, other Brad Cox. What did you think of hit show? I just didn't see enough about him. I just, I, of the three, I think he's the, he's the weakest, you know, I, I just didn't, I, he had to, had to eliminate some of them. So I, I just don't see him being that the good. The other thing about red route one, this horse is not going to be intimidated by anything from the races he's been in. Yes. He has ran in a grade one, a grade three, and a grade two. He has much more experience than these other ones, if that means anything. I think it does. And let me get to that point. I'm glad you said it because I forgot to even mention that was one of my bigger points on this. This horse has been up against Instant Coffee and beat him two races back, finished third to him despite trouble last time out. Instant Coffee comes back to win. I still don't think Instant Coffee's like this elite horse or anything like that, but he's the barometer, right? And I think Red Route 1 can serve as the barometer here. You're going to have to be decent to beat Red Route 1, just like you're going to be decent to beat Instant Coffee. And maybe decent's not the right word. Maybe you're going to have to be good, you know, to yeah. beat him. And I think Red Route 1 is just that. I think he's a barometer. I think it's like, okay, Arabian Nights really good. But what if he loses the red route one? Then we know everybody in this race is just like, yeah, they're not that great. So the class is a big thing. And when you've got class and experience over some of the top choices that don't really have that, it plays a factor, right? I mean, I think so. If all the horses in here that were top contenders had two or three races under their belt, maybe it doesn't help. But when you got Arabian Knight who's only got one race under his belt, you're still kind of learning with him a little bit. <laughs> I think yeah, it looks I, like Red Route 1. If he's going to get him, it's going to be here. Well, the other thing is, too, he's even money, Arabian Night is. Yeah. With one race, if his trainer wasn't Baffert, he wouldn't be even money. Right. Right? Yeah. He automatically gets a pass because he looked fantastic breaking his maiden because Baffert's the trainer. Mm -hmm. But I'm always leery of a heavy favorite at even money that's ran one race. You know? Right. Now, he may blow him away, but to me, it takes – I got to see it with my own eyes. I don't know how strong this field is. We know Corona Bolt's pretty good, and there's some others in there that are going to give him a battle. But even money on one race? I don't know. You know, that's – and I don't think he'll go up. No. Uh -uh. 
In no. fact, he may go to three to five, four to five, and I think you try to beat him if he does. Yeah, so Michael's saying, you know, the eight-hit show is going to be that closer, and if you think yeah. it's going to melt down behind Arabian Night, maybe that's how he gets in the number. The one thing about hit uh, uh, hit show that I did not like, he, two races back he ran against Confidence Game, he ran against Rocket Can, you know, that allowance race. Confidence Game's not much. Like He didn't run very well. I mean, he wasn't awful last week, but he wasn't great. I mean, yeah. There's not, I don't know. I don't really like Hit Show all that much in this spot, but you know, playing in third, weirder things can happen. And yeah, as Shadi mentions, I dropped Red Route One on the fantasy league. So drafted him in the fifth round and dropped him. So that would not be good if he won for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Dennis you likes dropped him pretty early, too. Yeah, I dropped him for Faustin. And, uh, you know, obviously wish I would have dropped Rudder's men and got Faustin. That would have been much better, but oh well, what are you going to do? Um, Dennis says he likes the one, kind of for that same reason, going to come from out of it. Uh, McPeak at a price. We're going to talk about McPeak at a short price. You talked about Frosted Departure, McPeak at a price. What about Sun Thunder? Any thoughts on him? Uh, about the, I look at him about the same. Frosted Departure won on the 31st in a stakes race at Oakland. And that's worth something. That means the horse likes the track, and a lot of horses don't. And, yeah, both of these horses are capable, you know, that uh, McPeak, I think he won on that day to McPeak won four times Yep. yep. on that day, swept both. Uh, were there two stakes that day, or, or was there one one day and one the other? He won them both on that weekend. I can't remember what it was. Yep. yep. Uh, Generally, his horses don't come back real well sometimes. You know, that's why I didn't get – I didn't throw him in there in the top. Wouldn't be surprised, though. You know, you got to kind of look at him. You're stealing a lot of my thoughts because you're right. It, the one and the five, it was New Year's Eve, and I was so yeah. pissed off because he kept knocking me out of shit. And yeah. I was in Colorado cussing and throwing shit and really mad. <laughs> and uh, anyway, but yeah, it, but I, I kind of made a note of it. It's like sometimes his horses will go on a run there for about yeah. a week where they look unbeatable. And then their next races aren't as good as that last one. Frosted Departure and Sun Thunder are very, very, very good uh, mm -hmm. in those races. And they're the right price for McPeak. 10 to 1, 15 to 1, kind of a pissy off type of horse. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I get it. All right. End of the day, though, we're both going Arabian night yep. on top, correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah, but if I, he goes to three to five, you got to get creative to make any money with him, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm going to I'm going to watch it closely because I I've heard a lot of very nice things about the number six Arabian night. Uh, you know, it, and listen, his speed figure for that one race is higher than anybody else. And he does have to go two turns today. New challenge. Jump up in class. I know a lot of different challenges. Um, but, you know, the horse he beat determinedly in that race, came back to win twice. Uh, I think he's going to be tough. Now, that being said, I'm with you. Three to five. I, I don't going to bet on the win, and I think that's what he'll be. That's why I, I like that six, seven straight exacta. I, I think that's what I'm going to play in this one. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. We're going to go backwards. Uh, we're going to go backwards. We'll go to uh, the King Cotton now. It's going to be race eight on the card here at Oakland, $150,000 purse. It's going six furlongs, field of eight. Of course, the heavy favorite here will be Gunite, the seven horse for Steve Asmussen. Are we going with Asmussen here, or are we going to go with a little bit of a price? Oh, I think you have to. I think he's the class of the race. Don't you? I just don't. I mean, he just is. 
Uh, you look at his last, uh, what have I got written down here, four races, second in a grade two, second in a grade one, one of 250K, fourth in the uh, Breeders' Cup dirt mile, which probably may not be his distance. Uh, golly, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. The breeding is unbelievable. You know, if he's ready, I think he should win. Uh, I'm a little bit worried. Asmussen's horses are not running very well, although he did pick up a couple of wins last weekend. Looks showing some signs maybe of coming around. This could be a weekend I could see him turning around. And it'll start here. I like the horse too. Uh, you got to look at the three because Broberg has got this horse running really well. Yeah. And he won over in a, a prep for this race. What was it, like 150K? No, it was a 250. He won easily. I mean, he looked great. So I like him. And the other horse I really like at five to one is the one. Tiana, Tiana, well, how do you pronounce it? Tiana Twist. Yeah. And the reason I like it is the trainer is just knocking it out of the ballpark at Oakland right yeah. now. And the horse has won three in a row. So I think you got to look at the one. So I like seven, three, one. Tell you what this race reminds me of. It reminds me so much of uh, the – was it the uh, – what, when, when, what weekend was that? Last weekend or two weekends ago when Ginobili ran against yeah. Red Heart Superstar? I think it was two weekends ago. Yeah, it was fifth season. Um, it, it reminds me so much of this where, like, you've got sprinters in here that are like Teano Twist, Flash of Mischief, uh, Garhol, I'll throw him in there. Yeah. Horses, it's like, yeah, man, these are really good. Oakland horses, really good at this level. And then you kind of got that other one, like yeah. who just a little bit classier than the rest of them have been in tougher races, gets the drop down. And even though those other horses are really intriguing, just kind of feels like Gunite's going to outclass them in this yeah. spot. Uh, I feel like they ran Gunite in the wrong race at the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. I think if he would have been in the sprint, he would have won. You go back and watch that dirt mile. He ran great, but he the did. mile is not his thing. It's no. Just not. Um, no. He gets back to his top race. I'm just afraid they're all running for second in the spot. I do too. And don't forget in that in that uh Breeders' Cup, he was coming off two weeks rest. Yeah, so he was coming off two weeks rest. He was stretching out to a distance he didn't really like. Right. He went up against Cody's Wish, who <laughs> was amazing last year. And Cyberknife, who was going to be the favorite in the Pegasus World Cup Saturday. Yeah. He was defeated by four links by those yeah. two horses in a race that he did not want to be there as far as going a mile. Right. I'm not sure you beat him here. I don't think that the, I, no, the class isn't there to beat him in this race if he's yeah. ready. I, I think it's a disappointment if he loses this one. Oh, I have I a lot of respect in Flash of Mischief. And the race last time out, and by the way, we both picked this horse to win that race last time mm -hmm. out that you referred to. That was a laugher. I mean, we, it was seven links. Yeah, we were texting he, like top he, of the stretch. It's like, oh, he's got this. No, this he smoked him. Yeah. But I will I'll hit the pause button for anybody thinking, well, maybe with this horse, and maybe. I, I don't blame you guys to take a shot against a heavy pain. Oh no. He stepped up to grade one company two races back, and he was ninth beaten seventh. Yes. 
and he got beat by horses I don't think are as good as Gunite. I don't no, think at least Power, CZ Rocket, and Jackie's Warrior at that time. I'm not sure they were as good as Gunite. No, and he so, should not be nine to five with Gunite there. No, and I don't think he'll end up being. No. Let's talk about the Arkansas bread because we love him. Love Number him. five, Garhole. <laughs> um, coming out of that Arkansas bread uh, race where he did what he does when he faces Arkansas breads, dominate. We've seen him against Open Company twice. He's lost twice. Any interest to to him second off the layoff, third off the layoff at 12 to 1? Not at five years old. I just don't think. I think his best days are behind him. He didn't run that well last year as a four-year-old. Memory is a three-year-old. I believe it was three when he was wiping everybody out down there. Yeah. What a horse. He is fun to watch. And I, if, if Gunite doesn't win, I'm rooting for, for him. I just don't see it. I think they've I think they're wasting him in this race, don't you? Feels weird that he's in here. Um, you know, if he would have ran in that allowance last year and just dominated, yeah, it's like okay, it's time. But it it seems like we could find a better spot for him. Uh, but that being said, Ortiz has done it before, and look at yeah. his support. I thought it was interesting. Johnny Velasquez jumps aboard. Yeah, now, he's here to ride Arabian Night, but this is not a bad pickup mount for Johnny. I'm shocked, aren't you? <laughs> they, they got him. He's probably the best uh, jockey that an Arkansas bred's ever had aboard. That's for oh, sure. I would have to look back on that, but I'm willing to bet you're right. And by the way, uh, Broberg's got the hottest jockey I've seen in a long time at Oakland, riding for him. Yeah, Christian Torres is cleaning up down there. He's doing a good job, doing a really good job. Yep. Uh, Oakland's got some young jocks that are, that are doing a nice, nice job. Kind of they the really next up-and-comers. Wasn't all that long ago, Ricardo Santana was just an Oakland up-and-comer, and now, you know, he's on the national stage. So Exactly. Yeah. So, all right, we're both going Gunite here. Speaking of Ricardo, he'll be back aboard Gunite in this one. Um, I Again, I will be disappointed if he loses in this spot. All right, let's go back in time a little bit further. We'll do one more race here. Race five on the card is the Martha Washington at Oakland Park. $200,000 for the Phillies. Three-year-olds going a mile in the 16th. Uh, kind of cool to have the Philly race and the boys race both at the same distance. So we can kind of compare times. It's always kind of fun to do on these big cards. Also, Kentucky Oaks prep, obviously. Uh, field of six, but I think it's an interesting group. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is the more wide open of the three we're going to talk about, even though there's only six runners. Give me your thoughts on this one. Well, uh, I saw the five, Olivia Twist, run about as impressive a race as I've seen down there in her start. Talking about Oakland, yeah. Yeah. Talking about Remington. Remington. Yeah, Remington. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Uh, the horse was invincible at Remington. Just whipped him. Loved the horse. Uh, and I also saw the three. Yeah. And very impressive. The thing, as we mentioned before, the McPeak horses sometimes don't come back and run very good that next time. I think if she comes back and runs like she did the last time, she's going to win. So I like the three. Um, I don't really like D. Wayne's horse that well. I just don't. Um, the other interesting one's the one. Uh, wet paint. A lot of people are talking about this horse maybe being an upset uh, a lot of the websites I use are picking this horse. Uh, Cox Pratt, 
That's probably got something to do with it. I'm going to go three, one, five. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about time form. They like the one uh, with the website you're talking about there mm -hmm. that, uh, they, you know, that you use and, and I do as well for past performances. And uh, again, this is another New Year's Eve cock source, right? <laughs> another one with this three defining purpose. I'm sorry, McPeak, McPeak. Yeah, course. yeah, yeah. And um, another, like I said, he won four that day. This is another one. Here's the difference. McPeak in the, in the Southwest is 10 to 1 and 15 to 1. Right. He's six to five in this one. Right. I'll take a shot against him in this in this Me race. Too. Absolutely. I'm going wet paint for Brad Cox, the number one. Yeah. Um, you know, two races back, did break the maiden over the dirt uh, at Indiana, which hey, whatever. But you know what? Giant Mischief also debuted at Indiana before going on to be pretty good in his next two starts. Last time out, synthetic surface got second. That speed figure is fast out of that race, and that's what time form has as well. I really think the horse is better on the dirt. I think he pulls off a little bit of an upset here with the one wet paint. I like Brad Cox a little bit here. Yeah, let me rephrase what I said. I, I'm going three five one, but if he goes down below six to five, I'm going to try to beat him, defining purpose. And I think the horse might. I, I, I don't know how much money the five is going to take. The, I think that's the key as well. And that's going to mention next. I, I, I'm talking about the five here. Uh, now, Olivia Twist, I love this horse. Singled the horse yeah. at Remington, the race you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just thought she stood out. We we talked about that race on this show. Yeah. Um, but now's the test, right? This, yes. is the, this is the acid test. If you remember on Remington night, really good shippers came in for the springboard mile. Nobody shipped in for, for, the, for the trapeze. So we what are we going to do now that we're facing – you know, I, I don't know how to phrase it without being insulting to the Remington horses, but better horses, let's just say. What are we going to do? That's yeah. the question. That's the key. And, and this is uh, where you separate the men from the boys and the girls from the women in this case. Yeah. If she comes out and wins, I think we got a, we got a horse that's pretty good. Uh, I like the fact that Taurus is on the horse. I think that's good. Yeah. And... Uh, just don't know. I think she's going to go off three to one, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, Russ chimes in and says he does not think taxed the six horse should be 15 to one. Um, we'll talk about this one here in a bit or here in a, right now, I should say. Uh, broke the maiden in a $50,000 maiden claiming race, uh, two races back at Churchill Downs, gate to wire fashion. Went into the uh, the stakes race uh, that Defining Purpose won the year's end stakes and was fourth beaten eight. I think if you have that opinion that you don't think tax should be 15 to one, you're going to get every bit of 15 to one. I don't think the horse has taken any money uh, Saturday. What about you? Maybe he meant the horse should be 30 to one. Well, if that's the case, then I, I would agree. But I think if <laughs> if you like him, you're going to get that prize. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding you, Russ. Uh I'm just going to throw out my thoughts, and, and they're not worth anything. But, and I like the guy. I, I can't bet Randy Morse in a stakes race. I just cannot do it. I think he's a great groomer and trainer of horses. They're they're beautiful. And if you've got a horse and you want that horse taken care of, that's who you give it to. I think. Yeah. Just has trouble winning these kind of races, and that's why I just. The horse will be the prettiest horse in the bunch, probably. 
Yeah, I always tell my wife when we go because she she knows horses and more than I do. I said, now you got to kind of watch a couple of these guys because they're horses. They just stand out. Have you ever seen a guy with better looking horses than him, Aaron? No, no. They are gorgeous. He does a fantastic job, and he loves them. I've seen him with $5,000. I'll never forget me and you were down there one day. Remember this and that horse overheated? Yeah. And it was like a $5,000 claim when, you know, when the – Big time horse, and he went sprinting out there and got that water hose to that horse as quick as he could. Yep. I'll never forget that. I'm impressed by him. By yeah, you. for sure. Yep, that impressed me. But I just can't bet him here. I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I am too. I'd love to see him win. Yeah. Well, not for my tickets, but for, yeah. for Randy. I mean, if you're gonna, he's a great him, guy. Seems like, like. Yeah. Who's the best guy in this race from a training perspective? Probably him, but. I'm with you. I just can't. I just can't uh, get there as far as a, a win in this spot here. Um, yeah, Mike says he likes the five a little bit here. Olivia Twist uh, or a yeah. lot, I should say. I do too. It's gonna. Be, prove it. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, this is the proving ground. Right. What do you think about D. Wayne's? Yeah, take charge, Brianna. Um, Great breeding. Wow, fantastic breeding. I, I can't get there. Hmm. I can't get there. Um, a lot of races, not very good. Most of them. Do you? Ah, uh, probably shouldn't even say anything. I, I just, I don't have any, I don't have any confidence in him anymore. Well, I just, he did win the Kentucky Oaks last year. I know, I know. I don't know why I shouldn't even say that. It's hard for me to bet him anymore. You know what I'm saying? I, I would well. He's he, it's tough to figure out when his horses are really going to fire. That's yeah. that's the truth of the matter. And you know his barn. Um, you know it's hard to say it isn't very good. It does have the Oaks winner in it, but overall, you know the depth of the barn isn't what it was. But <laughs> I wouldn't count him out. Um, but, no, especially in this race. Yeah, but I'm I'm well. I just can't get there with him though. No, I can't either. He is having a solid season though. He's, he's, he's having pretty good running well. Yeah. Yeah, he's having a pretty good meet. Yeah. Uh yeah, the trainer here. Uh what do, what do we think of Arden the trainer? The jockey here, where do you land with her when she rides on a horse? Well, it's too hard to too soon to tell, isn't it? Well, I mean, she's been around a little now. Uh made the rounds a little bit. I, I don't think it's a negative. I, I, I think she does okay. Yeah, um, she's ran all right down there. You've got to give her a little more time. I do agree with Pop Dude, but at the same time, I don't. I think you know pretty quick on some of them that, like, okay, automatic fade. I don't really look at that with her. I, I think yeah. she's doing a decent job. Um, I gotta, I gotta think it's tough, especially a place like Oakland to break into the kind of the rotation. You know, these jockeys have oh. been there forever. It feels like. Well, yeah, and you got these new guys like Taurus and. And uh, Juarez and Arietta's having a heck of a meet. He's not really new, but man, he's having a fantastic meet. It's tough. I think Santana's like sixth in the standings right now, fifth or sixth. Yeah. With with her her percentages aren't going to be great because your percentages are only as good as your horses, whether you're a jockey or a trainer, either one. Um, Yeah. And let me back up on D Wayne a minute. I hope that I'm around at his age, and I hope I got as much energy as he does because it is amazing 
what this guy does. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty amazing to see him day in and day out. Yeah. No, I think I knew what you did. It's just he is definitely up there in age, and the barn is not as strong as you know normal as far or, or as it used to be with the depth of what he's got. Yeah, and, and you know it is what it is at this point. Not a lot of clients left, but the ones he has are still sending him some decent ones now and then. Um, like I said, this one's really well bred. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, I'm going to go wet paint as the top choice. You okay. are going to go to three uh, defining purposes unless she gets bet down. If she gets bet down, who are you going with? The five? I probably, I, 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 oh boy. Five, I hope wins, but I'm, I'm kind of with you. I got to go with the Cox Pratt combination. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little leery of the five. I really. Yeah. Got to prove it. I keep having it in my back of my mind, the uh, Tyler's tribe. Yeah. You know, he flamed out. And I'm a little worried about this one. Yeah. I mean, you know, that it is a Kentucky bread. It's yes. not an Iowa bread. Not that that, it, I mean, it does matter. Let's be honest. But, you know, so there's, I mean, it's not like this horse was, came out of nothing, you know, but mm -hmm. until you see it against a little bit better competition, yeah. you, you're never quite sure. Uh, with the horses that run at, at Remington and places like that, you know, yeah. so um, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Any final thoughts on Oakland? It'd be a heck of a day. I just hope the rain stays away and the weather's good. Uh, hopefully we'll see what happens. I agree with you hundred percent on that real quick before we go to the NFL. Uh, we're not going to cover the Pegasus in depth here. Uh, that'll be on uh, Magic Mike and Bleakers Off, which are coming up right after these shows or, or this show's over. But give me your – who did you put on top in the Pegasus? I went with the Baffert Horse, Defunded. Uh, I kind of look at these races. I went back and looked at their last three races of 2022. Seems to me like that horse was running the best at the end of the year. That's kind of kind of what I go on uh, for whatever it's worth. I put Proxy second, Cyberknife uh, third. I've never been a big Cyberknife fan. I don't dislike the horse. And I, I the one I think you got to look at that might upset the apple cart is Skippy Longstocking. Mm -hmm. I've got that horse fourth. Yeah. I know Samish picked White Barrio, and that, that horse runs well at Gulfstream, but I, I can't go there. Yeah, I couldn't go with White Barrio either. Listen, I – I put Cyberknife. I think he's the best uh, horse in the race. I'm worried about his trip. Um, but he's way outside. Huh? He's way outside. He is outside. I am worried about the trip a little bit, but I'll get more in depth to it at Blinkers Off tonight. Uh, I think 6 o'clock Central Time Blinkers Off will happen tonight. I'll do a little more in depth uh, preview of it, but I, I put Cyberknife on top with Jan Skippy Longstocking. Singled him. Last time he ran at Gulfstream, he came through for me. Sometimes it gets you a little bit biased when a single comes through, but I think he's improving. And I mm -hmm. think he's slowly improving all year. I think he's still improving. Skippy Longstocking is a horse that's very interesting to me. Um, and I, I don't blame you for picking that Baffert. He, he probably is going to have that horse ready to roll. So yeah. we'll see. Um, you know, it, it. I don't know. To me, and it's no fault of anything. The race is missing superstars. Oh, These yeah. are solid, solid horses. But there are no superstars left in that class yeah. from last year. They're either hurt, retired, or whatever. And 
we kind of got the B team kind of running here. The A team's retired or hurt or not, you know, whatever's going on. Well, so or, or, or Taba, who would yeah. be uh, this quote unquote superstar horse. He's the best, yeah. He was entered, but he's going to Saudi instead. And that's another problem with the Pegasus. When the Pegasus started, it was Pegasus and then Dubai. And then the Saudis came in with a race. And now, I think it, year after year, it's going to end up hurting the Pegasus because yeah. it's such a high purse over in Saudi versus Pegasus, which is $3 million. Wait, That's nothing to sneeze at. But no. That is what no, if is. I had a horse this age, I think $3 million would be pretty good to win that purse, wouldn't you? <laughs> yep. 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 Hey, there's Dr. Miranda. What's up, Doc? She says, Papa Dude, let's all plan a weekend to go down to Oakland. All right. Down there this meet. I like it. That uh, like Rebel, Miranda. I think Rebel. We should all do it. That would be a good one. What, what the, What's the date on that? Uh, February, last weekend in February. Okay. Yeah. That may be Not the Rebel. I can't go to the Derby this year. So Really? Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't say on air why, but <laughs> it's nothing bad. I'll tell you after, but it, it's a, it's a surprise why I can't. So. Oh, I got it. Well, uh, about ruining a surprise maybe for somebody. Although to no, me, right. the Derby hasn't been very good the last couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. You know, as good as it has been uh, for me, I, I, I didn't like it as well. The Rebel is a great weekend, and then the uh, Apple Blossom. Yep, is the one. that's yeah, the Apple Blossom. After, is I believe I'm going to the Apple Blossom this year because I can't go to the Derby. So yep. yeah. That's going to happen. Uh, yeah, by the way, before we go on to football, uh, Dennis, he had a huge cash at Turfway Park last Good night. Good job, Dennis. Good time. Uh, he had a 43-to-1 winner and a 35-to-1 in second. So, Wow. Uh, Good job to Dennis. One of the, He listens all the time. He's, he's always on here. Great yeah. cash. Turfway, that's kind of his jam right now. Big Kentucky guy. So He is. Good job to Dennis. All right, Papa Dude, you've hit seven races in a row on the Daily Show. Right. We are running right now. I have no confidence. I'm going to get to eight. Oh, your horse got pinched pretty bad here. Yeah, I, I didn't really have much confidence today. We've got a photo that went to the six. Six, seven. Uh, our horse, we both had the three. Pinched pretty bad and kind of stopped. Well, six. What was this? What's six's name? The six horse was Alternate Rock. I think you talked about him. Yeah, I had him third. Yeah. Alternate Rock wins it. The seven, Clay Soldier second. I don't know who got third. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that race. I, I, I think Samich did it on purpose just to get me beat. <laughs> I think he did too. He was in a he was in a, a wicked mood today. So. He was mean today, yeah. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think he's ever been described as mean his whole life, but uh, no, he wasn't mean. I'm he kidding. was mean. He was mean today. So, anyway, <laughs> congratulations, Henri. 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 There you go. There you yeah, go. Dennis. I, I I don't know when you made that bet, but if you made it kind of late in the day, that's see the alcohol that you consume <laughs> through most of the day is beginning to kick in. You thought those horses were four to one and three to one instead of forty three to one and thirty five to one. <laughs> Now we've got to the bottom of what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> he's looking at it. He's like, why did I like these horses? I didn't. <laughs> I'm blind. I can't see the. 
Uh, no, that's that. Okay, but to be clear, that's not what happened. No, that is a good handicapper. I'll tell you for sure. Exactly. Let's stick. With he that. does a great okay. job. All right, let's go on and let's do the NFL here real quick before we get you out of here. On to the other shows today. It's going to be two great games. He, uh, Papa Duke talked about it early on. We've got one line that hasn't moved a bit, and we've got one line who's all over the place. Let's talk about the first one, the one that hasn't moved a bit, at least that I've seen. Right. 49ers on the road to take on the Eagles. The Eagles have been two-and-a-half-point favorites throughout. Who do you like, 49ers or Eagles? Well, after last week, I'm an Eagles supporter now, I tell you. Well, I know you are. They dominated the Giants, and I and I think most of us thought that would be a pretty good game, and that was a route. They took it to them, and they just dominated them in every phase of the game. I came away from that very, very impressed. And the 49ers did what they were supposed to do, but as I said on the Daily Show yesterday, that catch that Kittle made, was one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. I, I, that was a tremendous – you talk about concentration. You know, watching him catch it in slow motion, it's a, it, was, it was a tremendous catch. As bad as Prescott played and as bad as the Cowboys were on offense, if he doesn't make – and by the way, they don't have a kicker. If he doesn't make that catch, I'm not sure they win yeah. that game. That was a big, big play in that yeah. game. What I'm getting at is – Purdy didn't do anything to win that game, in my opinion. And I still think that's going to be the difference. Uh, the Eagles are not going to be able to line up and just run the ball like they did against the Giants. The Niners are not going to let that happen. Their defense is too good. So Hurts is going to have to throw the ball, but he's shown he can. But when you stack them up, you got the quarterback, Purdy against Hines, or, uh, Hurts. Who wins that? Yeah, That's the Eagles hands down. Yeah. Running back, McCaffrey against Sanders and Hurts. Um, you can argue either way on that. It's a wash. I mean, yeah. You, you also have that. to put Debo in the mix for when, the, when you're talking about running for the for yeah. – They're both very good. Right. Yeah. I think receivers are comparable, but yeah. I do think the Eagles have a little more dynamic at the receiver position. I think they're a little more dynamic. They can do some st- a little bit more. Tight end, that's 49ers. Uh, Kittle is good. I mean, there's only one better, and he's going to play in the next game. We're going to talk about Uh, rush offense, Eagles. Pass offense, Eagles. Run defense is the Niners for sure, and it's kind of a wash on pass defense. So most of the most of the uh, the matchups go the Eagles' way. If they don't turn it over, I think they win, and I'm going to go Eagles minus two and a half. I think they cover. I'm with you. I'm a little bit scared right now, to be completely honest. I'm kind of with Kevin B here. If it, if it goes up to three, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I may have to go 49ers. But at two and a half, I still like the Eagles. I think it's going to be a close game. I just think I'm with you. It's just like if the if the Eagles can force Purdy to beat them, yeah. I think they're going to win this game. I, I really do. The Niners are going to have to run the ball. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. If you if you watch the game closely, they don't ask Purdy to do much. And don't get me wrong, I think it's a great story. I mean, it's a the guy is amazing. It yeah, is amazing. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. And he deserves all the credit in the world. Yes, he does. Yeah. 
And uh, but I just I I got to see it, and I I just feel like the Eagles, if they play like they did last week, I don't think the Niners can beat them. I I don't. I, I think our our biggest problem with Brock Purdy is we we have maybe maybe not to people that are listening to this show, but to the general public, we've actually seen him play. Oh yeah, in person games. Yeah, you know he's Brock Purdy is not an unknown to us, no. right? And and oh, like I said, a lot of our listeners watch a lot of games as well, but. He's not an unknown commodity to us, and, and that's a problem because we've seen, especially in big games, him not play that well or maybe play pretty well and then make some killer mistakes, right? Yeah. And, and you know, the, we both thought the Eagles might be nervous, might choke, might struggle. Yeah. No. They came out and they just blew them away. That's the sign of a team that's good. They're confident. They're well coached. Now the Niners are better than the Giants. There's no doubt about it. And they're gonna they're gonna game plan and they'll have a defense set up to give the Eagles some problems. So the key for the Eagles is don't give the 49ers any points. You can't do it. Make them earn their points. I don't think they score enough to beat them. So Gabe thinks that the uh, uh, the rush offense for the 49ers out outdoes the Eagles. I don't. Okay, well, what's your counterpoint? Have you not seen Jalen Hurts run the damn ball? Have you <laughs> not seen Miles Sanders run the ball? Are you watching? Well, there's his counterpoint, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're watching, Gabe. I don't. Sanders uh, all over the damn field. <laughs> Have you seen Mitchell or McCaffrey, Papa dude? Mitchell? <laughs> I've seen Mitchell without McCaffrey. I I like I I <laughs> I love the, I love the reply, whether you're right or wrong. Are well, I I love McCaffrey. I think he's a great player. I ha I do. Uh, yeah. But I've seen Jalen Hurts run over everybody. I'm not saying he's going to run over the 49ers. I'm not saying that. Those guys are great on defense. Yeah. I just don't think they – if the Eagles don't give them points, I don't think they can score enough. I don't. I will I will kind of go kind of the Kevin B comment here. I think it makes sense. If you take Hurts out of the equation – Absolutely. I would take the skill players on – uh, on the 49ers as far as running the ball for sure. But you can't you don't you don't take Hurts out of the equation. He no. knows he's probably going to run and so then I think it does kind of e even that matchup up a little bit more. I, again, like I, I will take McCaffrey over anybody else in the game as far as running, you know. I will. I, I think McCaffrey is elite. Over anybody? Yeah. Yeah, I would take McCaffrey over over Sanders uh, in this game. Um I'm talking about in this game. But I but you got to include Hertz. I would take McCaffrey over Hertz as far as running the ball. You would? Yes. I would. <laughs> McCaffrey is a is a star. Um, well, he is, but so's Hertz. It, it could be a situation where McCaffrey is the best. Let's just—I know you don't think that, but I do. No, I think he's good. And then 
Sanders and Hertz are right there at okay. two, three, and then Mitchell's four. That could be. The knock I have on McCaffrey is he's hurt all the time. Now I know he's, he's healthy. Not hurt for this game. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. We're talking about this game. Here's the deal. He can he's gonna be a big factor in a game. Come on. What makes the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Bills to a certain extent so damn hard to defend? You gotta account for the quarterback. Yeah, on every it. damn play. Yeah, and they're they're killer yards too. They're, they are killer. Third and five, and you've got everything stopped, and they 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 break a run. You that's know? right. And yeah. if you don't keep somebody with him, he's going to do that. Yeah. And that's what Mahomes does. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Those are the kind of yards that kill a defense. Kill. It kills them. Yep. Because they do this time and time again, and that's what makes them so valuable. And that's why we see the NFL starting to go to this. Yeah, yeah. The difference between Hurts and some of these other guys is he don't look it. That guy is big. He is a big guy. Yep, he is. tough. One thing uh, Gabe says, it'll be interesting to see how much Hurts wants to run with a bum shoulder. I I wouldn't worry about that one too much. No. Um, he – now, okay, I want to be very clear. I'm I, At OU, I was – I know you, Papa Dude, absolutely loved him, okay? I did. I did not. <laughs> and I am shocked that he is good as he is. One thing I would always say about him, he's one of the toughest yes. bastards I've ever watched. Yes. He, they borderline killed him at Oklahoma. They ran him yeah. like 20 times a game. Yeah. He's a tough son of a bitch. I, yeah. I am not worried about him no. in Tennessee. I will say this too, Gabe. I'm shocked he's been as good as he is in the NFL. That shocks me. Uh, I knew he is a competitor. Yeah. He is tough. He carried that football team. He did. And people didn't they didn't like him because he <laughs> he came in there and he'd been in Alabama. And OU people thought he should be thrilled to be at Oklahoma. And he looked at him like, You're nuts. I've been at Alabama. This ain't nothing new to me. <laughs> He very much did not buy in one bit to Oklahoma being a big deal. Not one bit. Not one bit. Did not care about Oklahoma or what happened at Oklahoma or anything. And it was kind of funny. I agree. <laughs> uh, Gabe says he's an ISU and 49ers fan, <laughs> equally shocked about Brock. And well, you know, it's, what's, what's hard for me is Brock Purdy did a great job at Iowa State. He did. Minus like 15 plays in his career. Well, I'm not on him like you are. I know. I know. <laughs> because I've always felt like with with Purdy, yeah, he did he did make some critical critical errors. I always felt like he tried to do a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. And he threw some passes he shouldn't have. But I also always thought they weren't very good. They weren't a great team. They were greatly coached. They played up to their ability. And I think he tried to do too much. He did, I did have some pretty good players around him, though. He did. And again, and I'm not. This is not. I'm, I'm being realistic. For like Iowa State, that was pretty much talent-wise. Yes. Pretty much better. No. So. I don't know if I buy it or not, but that being said, he's doing unreal, and I am happy for him because I'm I'm not a 
sometimes people listen in, in horses too. They'll listen and I'll, I'll talk badly about a horse. It's more, it's, it's betting. Like I don't hate yeah. Brock Purdy. I just don't have confidence betting him on the road in this game. I'm, I think he wins. that'd be great. But. If they weren't playing the Eagles, I'd be rooting my butt off for him. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. I love the guy. And I have to, and that's who I'm rooting for. But yeah. I got nothing against Purdy. I don't think Purdy did anything to win that game last week. Right. And I think he's going to have to do something to win this one. Yeah. I guess that's where I'm going. No, it, it, that makes sense. All right. Let's transition here because Trish says she thinks the 49ers are winning this one. And then she believes the Bengals are going to win the next one and thinks Joe Burrow is going to get his Super Bowl this year. Uh, Kevin V says, hey, the cool thing about it, we're going to have a great Super Bowl no matter what, and that is true. It's going to be really good. But that being said, let's talk about the Bengals and the Chiefs. This line's been everywhere. I it mean, has. absolutely everywhere. Oddly enough, it settles today back where it started. Kansas City minus one. Kansas City a day ago was plus two and a half. Yeah. So it, it all has to do with the injury. To me, I think people are seeing videos of Mahomes and he's not limping, and so now they've got confidence. I do too. Well, I think I think they came out and said he practiced yesterday too, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Andy Reid said he practiced. Well, they had videos of him like going through like drills, and he yeah. looked fine. Yeah. Walkthroughs and things of of that nature. Yeah. Um, I. This is a game I'm staying completely away from because I think the Bengals are the best team. I do. Mm -hmm. I think they're the best team. I do too. I just have seen Mahomes do too many things, and I just – I cannot – I can't bet against him in Kansas City. Does it worry you that the Bengals have beat him three straight times? Or two straight, whatever it is. Yeah, beat him three straight. Uh, that worries me. It doesn't me. Okay, it does me. Here's how I look at it. Flip it and say they were playing the Bills, right? The Bills yeah. can't beat them in the postseason. You, then you'd be like, ah, the Bills can't go, can't beat them in the postseason. You know what I mean? With the Bengals, it's like, look, they did it last year. They yeah. did it in the regular season last year. They did it in the regular season this year. Why can't they? I think they're better this year than they were last year. I do too. They're playing lights out. Um, I, I want to take them really bad, the Bengals. And uh, it's either way, you know, one point line, you take whoever you want. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the line or anything, really. And it's just going to come down to again. I think to beat the Chiefs, you got to get a lead, you got to stay more than one score ahead. Okay, that's really hard to do. <laughs> you got to have the ball last. That's really hard to do. Uh, I am as high on Mahomes as there possible to be. I just have seen this guy do too much, and I don't like him. But I tell you what, he's a tremendous player. Yeah. And if you guys think he's not going to play, you're crazy. Oh, he will be out there. <laughs> Even if he was hurt bad, he'd be out there. Not, not to say that he's not, but he looks – Fine. I know he's not, but he looks okay. Um, I did not see the game because I was gone. Right. And I've heard a few people, a couple, think he was showboating a little bit. No, not okay. even. All right. I didn't see nope. it. So. Nope. People that think that are nuts, that was. Okay. I didn't see it. A horrible looking injury. Okay. Horrible. 
Well, um, he's tough as a boot. Uh, with high ankle sprains, uh, pain tolerance is a big, big deal in it. You know, some people have high pain tolerance, and I just don't think it's going to bother him that bad. I, I just don't. I'm going to tell everybody right now the key to the game, okay? Okay. Listen closely. This is it. This is all it's going to come down to. All this talk about Mahomes and all this stuff mm -hmm. it isn't going to matter. There's one key to the game. The Bengals' offensive line holding up against the Chiefs' front. That's it. True. If they do, they will beat them. I guarantee yeah. it. They won't be able Here's to Here's the deal, and people don't realize this, because the Chiefs don't have a great defense. But you know where they're good? Up front, they can rush the passer. Last week, the Bills, I told you guys, are trash. And their defense, especially, is trash. And they weren't, they couldn't expose the problems that the, that the Bengals had. The Chiefs can expose it. That's the key. If their line holds up, they will win the game. I have zero doubt. I'm not 100% sold that it's going to. I'm still taking the Bengals to win the game. I think they're the better team. But that's the key. Their, their line has to hold up. Buffalo couldn't expose it. The Chiefs might be able to expose it. Yeah. And the one thing, and I think Burrow is the second-best quarterback in this league. He's very good. He's not hurts Mahomes when no. it comes to mobility. You're going to no. have to protect him. Not that he can move, but – he can't make a ton of plays with his feet. He no, he he's not going to beat you scrambling. He can, what he can do is move around in the pocket yeah. and, and buy us some, a little bit of time to throw it, but he's not going to scramble on you. They're going to have to hold up. They're going to have to run the ball really well. Those are the keys. The, 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 yeah. the front, that matchup, because Mahomes is going to get his. It's just going to happen. That yeah. matchup is going to be the key to the game yeah. right there. So we'll see. I'm, I think the Bengals win. I'm taking them. I'm not going to be shocked at all, though, if the Chiefs win. No. It's going to be a classic, I think. Uh, turnovers always play a role. Burrow's going to make sure not throw any interceptions. Make Mahomes earn everything. Mahomes, or, uh, Burrow's got great weapons. Higgins. Uh, Jamar Chase is a superstar, in my opinion. The guy is really good. Mixon is very underrated. Yeah. At uh, running back, he's going to have to have a big game. Uh, they'll use him coming out of the backfield, I think. They'll throw the ball to him some. He was he ran like a man possessed last week. You know, you could tell he was ready in that game. I think the Bengals shut their mouth off a little bit. I don't think you do that when you're coming into the Kings building. You know, I don't like that part of it. I think they're better than the Chiefs. I do. I don't think the Chiefs were very impressive last week. I know he got hurt, but still, I don't think they were very impressive. I didn't see it, but I just I'm not eye on the Jacks, Jacksonville at all. I'm gonna tell you again: they can talk all they want, they can do whatever they want. If they block the Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs have very little chance to win. They cannot cover the the Bengals. There's no way. No, I don't think so. Don't and think so, so, if they give him time, it's over. But that's the key. Right He's been there. sacked and a lot. Close that line. Yeah. Now they dominated the Bills, but the Chiefs, I think, are a little better than the Bills. The front. Chiefs are way better than the Bills. The Bills sucked the last half of the year. Yeah. 
So that's overflating the Bengals. There's no question about it. I got a question for you. Of course, I already know the answer. But, you know, after these games last week, everybody wanted to fire McCarthy. Right. For Dallas. Mm -hmm. Which team of the four, of the eight, I guess, looked the worst? I mean, the Bills were horrible. Well, how come we don't hear anybody wanting to fire McDermott? Because it's all about image and I know people have in their mind. I, I, I it just baffles me. If well, it was because it's Dallas, but I mean, McCarthy's team played good. Their quarterback didn't. Yes. He didn't make any plays, and he threw interceptions. And they don't have a kicker. That hurt them in certain situations when you don't have a confidence in your kicker. Yeah. And I don't know what else he could have done. When McDermott's team, did they look prepared? No. No. I'm not saying fire McDermott. Don't get me wrong. I still understand why no one's on him because they looked awful. I mean, most quarterbacks, if they play how Josh Allen played, they would be saying get him out of the league and this. I mean, yeah, he, he was awful. He was terrible. He was. I think Allen's hurt. I do. The last half of the season, he sucked, and he is, no. he doesn't suck. Josh Allen is a good no. player. But he was awful. Some of the throws he made were just really bad. At Dallas, is you know they have forty million dollars a year invested in Prescott, and he's not playing like a forty million. I mean. He is a, that's a, they have a huge issue there. Yeah. I think a lot of it's what Kevin said, you know, the storyline, you're not going to talk about firing coaches after what happened with all that. I didn't uh, say you should fire him. I did right. not say that. I know. And Kevin's right. It. I'm sitting here saying they were trash, this or that. It was injuries. They lost a bunch Absolutely. of guys on defense. And again, I think Josh Allen is hurt. And I do too. That caused Buffalo to be way inflated every week. Yeah. They weren't that good. Oh. <laughs> it, and I want to make it clear again, I don't say he should be fired. My point was, why are they on McCarthy? Right, yeah. I don't get it. I just I don't understand how that was his fault when they went into the San Francisco. Their offense did nothing. And, you know, they almost won. Yeah. Uh, I so, mean, to me, watching Dallas, it was clear what the problem was. Yes. They have no quarterback. He's no. awful. No. And well, and let's not forget, Pollard got hurt. That hurt him. That hurt a lot because Zeke is not any good either. No, so then they lost their running game. Yeah, he, Zeke's washed up, and that's, a, that's you know, that's obviously a problem. But I just – I just don't know why Dallas never thought, let's give Cooper Rush a shot. At some Me neither. Point. I would have put him in that game, I think. And I, I was on record early in the year saying he's the best quarterback they've got. And that came back and at times played pretty well, right? But mm-hmm. when Dak's struggling like that, why not? Why not put him back in the game and give him a shot? I mean, it couldn't have gotten any worse. It just couldn't have. So, yeah. I don't know. It hurt him when they lost Pollard a lot. Dr. Miranda says uh, she helps the Bengals win just so she can see Joey B on the big screen again for another week. 
also can't stand the Chiefs. Wonder why. So, <laughs> by the way, yeah. speaking of coaches, has Zach Taylor not turned into a big time coach? Yeah, it's interesting how that's happened. He's getting no credit. Yeah. They started, okay, everybody was down on him when the season started, thinking they were a flash in the pan last year. They lost their first two games. Yeah. One to, was it Houston? It was somebody pretty bad beat them in week two, I think. I, I think Pittsburgh and Dallas beat them back-to-back. Maybe. Okay, one of them was one they should have won. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh beat them first. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, they did. In that game, they screwed up or thing up, missed some field goals or something. I don't know what it was. But anyway, yeah. uh, so they start off 0-2. Everybody's burying them. Yeah. And they go 12-2 and the rest of the year. And they played a very difficult schedule. They they really they were back and forth, not playing all that great. They lost to Cleveland thirty two to to thirteen. Yeah, and then after that, have reeled off. Uh, you know, they haven't lost since. So it's it's been crazy. Yeah, Eight you points. know he's in charge over there on the sidelines. The guy is you know he struggled a little bit last year, made some goofy decisions. We were kind of on him a little bit. But you don't you don't go back to back like this as impressively as they have. It's pretty impressive. And if he can win the big one here and win the Super Bowl, it's gonna be really impressive. Well, all right, one last thing. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, let's pretend that Trish is right. She said Joey B's getting the Super Bowl. That would mean he's gonna beat Mahomes and go four and zero against Mahomes. And he would have the same number of Super Bowl rings, one, and the same number of Super Bowl appearances, two, as Mahomes. Wow. Is he number one in the NFL if he wins the Super Bowl this year? Man, that's a very good – that's a good – that's pretty good. Man, how would you dream that up? That's real good. Uh, Not as flashy. Yes, Mahomes, right? That means a lot. Yep. Um. One Super Bowl, two Super Bowl appearances, 4-0 against him. You know, I hate quarterback comparisons. Like, when you play the game, it's not Burrow against right. Mahomes. I hate yeah, I'm with you. I throw that 4-0 out. I don't like that at all. Okay, that's fine. Let's go the other two. I'm going to go 1-1-A. One one <laughs> I, can't, I can't choose between them. I, 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 I love Burrow. I think he's a great player, and he's confident as hell. And you know what? He's tough as a boot, too. Yeah. They both are. They're both great players. If if they go in and beat them, <laughs> the argument can be made, right? Mm-hmm. But they got to go in there and beat them. And they, they got to get a Super Bowl. That's the big thing. He has to get it. That's the thing. Mahomes is a flashier player. I think he's shown a little bit more, you know, ability to make the incredible play. But mm-hmm. – been there a little longer. It's all about winning Super Bowls. It, it if is. You get one, it makes it very, very interesting. And yeah. Um, uh, turn around the other way. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last year. The clock is ticking on the Chiefs. Okay, this is year five of Mahomes. Fifth straight year they've won the division. I think it's the fifth straight year they've been in the finals, right? Mm-hmm. AFC, yep. What if they get beat? I, I'm with you. I think this is a huge game for them and a huge year for them. I, I think they need to win it because, like you said, and and Dennis is right. 
Joe Burrow's team is better, right? Now, Kelsey is undeniable. He's one of the best to ever do it. He is the best. Oh, he's fantastic. But the rest of that team, they don't really have a star or anything like that. No, they're solid. Yeah. So I think think Burrow's weapons are better, and I think they're going to be better. Right. So I think Mahomes is going to have to be that much better than Burrow to get the job done. I really do. I do too. If so, they listen, win, it's going to be because of Mahomes. Listen, get, I, I still have Mahomes number one. Don't get me wrong. But I do too. the debate really gets um, heated. If I wouldn't mind having either one of them. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I think Mahomes can beat you with less than what Burrow can. I think words, that's been proven. Yeah. He he can win with a lesser ability team where Burroughs may not be able to do quite as much right. as Mahomes. Right. That's no knock on Burroughs either. Uh, but this is very interesting for the Chiefs because five years of winning the division, five years of being in the finals, and I believe they've played all five games. This will be the fifth game at home. Yes. I, yes. And they've been to two Super Bowls. I mean, first of all, anybody that's knocking this is nuts. Yeah. This is pretty damn good. But when you're paying a guy $50 million a year, and that's not his fault, you expect to win more than one Super Bowl. Yes. And, yes. and again, none of this is his fault. He's, no. He does everything he possibly can do. I love these Chiefs fans when the Chiefs do lose, which isn't very often. Uh, damn, Mahomes, he sucked. Yeah, I, know. I, know. I know. He threw for 375 yards, and maybe he threw a couple of interceptions, but uh, he did quite a bit to win the game. Oh, he sucked. He was awful. How many times do you hear that? I hear that. Not very often because they don't lose very often. Yeah. But uh, I'd take him. No, it's very interesting. That's a great analysis. I don't – you can't argue with either one of them. No, no. But they – they, they pushed Allen to three. I yeah, think it's clear. Yeah. I mean, I, they need to win. That's the bottom line. They need to win this game. Or, oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, everything's broken for them again to where they got the home and field. And they earned it. And, you know, I have deep respect for the Chiefs. I do. Mm-hmm. I don't like them, but I have deep, deep respect for them. What they do year in and year out is pretty incredible. It's a great franchise. It yeah. really is. Well, they're all three of those quarterbacks to talk about are in the AFC. And uh, like Kevin B said, could be the new Manning, Brady, Roethlisberger there. With Very Mahomes good, Kevin. Very good. That's good. Yeah. Anything. You see, the NFC does not <laughs> – the <laughs> NFC doesn't have that right now. No. No. They don't have the quarterbacks. And that's why they're below the AFC at the moment. Yeah, but Eagles could go beat them, and then everything – or the Niners could go beat whoever wins, and then everything – I'm going to ask you this. Let's say the Eagles win, mm-hmm. and either one of these, Bengals or Chiefs, take your pick. Who are you picking in the Super Bowl? I don't pick the Eagles. No, I would. I would, <laughs> I would pick – the Bengals or the Chiefs, yeah. I would too. Now, if I see the Eagles go out and win 50 to fifty to 10 or something or 40 to 10, I may change my mind. But yeah. I, don't I know. can't. I, and I think they'll be four or five-point favorites, don't you? Well, it depends on what yeah. the Eagles do. That'll be interesting to see how that works out. I don't give the 49ers a chance. 
Well, you know, one thing about it, we get another data point this week, and yeah, know, yeah, that's something to think about. Yeah, and we all right, not totally different. Yep, that's true. That's true. That's all right, true. it's time. It's time to end the show. We got more shows coming up. You have to do featuring magic. Magic and Samich doing the late pick five at Gulfstream Park. Big races at Gulfstream, I heard, coming up this weekend. So Yeah, I think there's some. Yep, they will be covering that. We've got a photo finish in the ninth at Gulfstream. I have no idea who won. Um, Dennis thinks it's a dead heat. We'll see. See what happens there. So a lot going on. All right. Any final thoughts? No. Uh, trying to think what I'm going to do tonight. Um, you're going to – you know what you're going to do tonight. You're going to watch Blinkers Off. After that, though. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed by the time that's over. <laughs> I don't think you're watching this. All right. <laughs> We're getting out of here. Guys, join us for Magic Mike coming up here in 30, or sorry, 46 minutes. The Magic Mike Show and then Blinkers Off coming on at 6 p.m. Central. Uh, Pegasus Wagering Guide should be out a little bit before Blinkers off would be my guess. Uh, I don't really know when. It's not in my hands right now, but I would think a little bit before Blinkers off. That will be released as well, and so all that will be done and over with. All right. We're done. We're Guys, done. Yep. It's going to be a great weekend. Have great fun. Great weekend. Good luck, everybody. Your college basketball, too. Man, it is heating up. Nobody cares. All right. We'll see you guys next week. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman. And it's following the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.